We are CEOs, executives, educators, and professionals from all sectors of society who support the global expansion of betterment in the world through joy and joyly. I'm your host, Cheryl Lynn, founder of the Chair of Joy Experience. Together, we have developed the World Council of Joy, and our council invites CEOs and innovators from impactful organizations to the Joyly podcast. We showcase how generous, bold, and fully engaged they are in their work and what a culture of joy is to them. Good day, good day, good day. Cheryl Lynn here with Joyly Studios, and I have Barju Oranel on with us today. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Yes, good. Please say your name for me again. Burju. And your last name? Onaranel. <laughs> you are coming <laughs> to us from Turkey today. Yes, yes. And an adventure to the United States soon. Yes, yes. That's very exciting. So today's conversation, I really am excited to speak with you. I've been up all night dreaming about what we were going to talk about this morning, but you and I have connected. Um, I believe that the chair of joy practice and the opportunity to understand what stillness and focus and manifesting is really creates opportunities for people. And I know you live that lifestyle as well. So on the Joyly podcast, we've been talking to mostly CEOs, two executives, middle management, people who are in the corporate world who um, who sometimes get too busy to, to, to focus, right? And to get to, to put this idea and the concept of joy on the front burner. So you and I connected through a mutual friend, Dr. Teresa Ashby. Um, you and her had an interview on a podcast. And since summer, I haven't told you this yet, Berju, but I since summer, I have been putting out the concept of who is going to be on my team, who's 30 years old, who thinks that joy is more important and more focused on it than I am, which has to be a lot because I'm really focused on it and super excited about the changes and shifts. Someone who's vivacious, full of energy, has um, has a commitment to people and to service and really understands what it takes to bring a global um, a concept or summit together of peace and joy of people who are living this so that we can act and take and make decisions from a place of joy. So, and I said, this person, I don't know if I said this already would be really cool if she was 30 years old. So female 30. So here you are a female <laughs> and, uh, how old are you? If you, if I might ask, if you wouldn't mind sharing 30, right. And didn't we just met a week ago? And I yeah. just, I've just been going so excited about, <laughs> about even knowing that your company now is called Joy, LLC, J-O-Y-Y. And yes. so this is my first question to you. So I started Joyly about really two years ago. I started working on the name and just incorporated about five months ago. And it is just flying, flying. We're having so much fun. And I am curious. So I started Joyly because joy is kind of a word that's sort of overused. Like, be joyful. Go get joy. Take, make attention. Give attention to being, uh, find, finding out what your joy is. Find joy. Spread joy. Right. And and then mm -hmm. joy is in birthday parties and Christmas parties. So Joyly to me is an it has an E L Y at the end, an extension of joy. It's more about a lifestyle. How do you activate joy in every single moment? possible during the day. And that's what we talk about. So why joy, J-O-Y-Y -Y for you? 
It's in the question, actually. Uh, it's joy and the, the next why is your why. That's why I added on the end. I believe everything has a reason and everybody in the world has a reason why they came to life. So I want to remind people who work with me my company you have a reason you have a why what's your why always remember why you start what you do either your personal life or professional life so that's why that's the second why there I love it. So you are an inspirational life coach. You have a business admin degree. You're a international speaker, an NLP uh, master practitioner. You're the host of the Coffee O'Clock podcast, by the way. I love that name. Um, <laughs> and you worked in corporate America. You've taken a lot of uh, HR um you know, sort of a, a line through the HR department to do recruitment and focus on um, psychology and those kinds of things. So why is it and who are you that you decided to uh, be on this entrepreneurial career path? Thank you for that question. I always believed since I was a little girl, I was always the person who were screaming and smiling and when somebody was crying I was there like okay just smile just forget about it I was always trying to spread this but I didn't know that was my life purpose until I got that NLP neurolinguistic programming training one day and did all those um, deep exercises meditations and hypnosis that's how I found my my uniqueness my biggest value in life and that was joy and i i was stuck in corporate life in turkey so i quit i left everything and i went after my dreams in 2016 without knowing english without knowing anyone i moved to the united states and i was hungry to find out what was missing in my life like what was happening why i was not happy I was that person who were, you know, spreading that joy, but I reached everything that I wanted in my life. I learned everything and worked in HR, had a car, you know, all those things people dream of. But I learned that it's not it. We have to find what is inside of us already. And joy, peace, happiness we seek is already in us. And in my journey in the United States, and when I was going through all those self-development training, I found I cannot fit in. Like I, I tried American, like I, I tried corporate America too. I tried doing other stuff. And I was like always hitting the walls of corporate rules or society rules. You have to do that. What other people tell about you? And I was like, no, this isn't. Like I have to be me however that needs to be so i was like okay i need to have my own space i don't want to call i don't like to call it company or thing because that again creates the walls like oh i have to have rules and stuff i have this space where i help people to find their joy and create the life they they dream of in their personal and professional life. So I don't like to call it company, but it is a company. But that's my kind of joy space, a space where I can be me and help people to be who they are, who they truly are. So it feels like it feels like you're describing a lot of people, not just entrepreneurs necessarily, but people in general 
feel like they have to peg themselves into something, right? To fit in, mm-hmm. to belong, to feel recognized, mm-hmm. to accomplish. And and I think it's pretty cool that corporation CEOs really allowing um people, individuals to shine within the corporation these days. And I'm I'm super excited that you are stepping out though to um, continue to create that space and to continue creating it together in a collaboration with Joyly. So thank you for being forthright at such a young age, right? And really stepping into your own. Um, Bergio, say your name again for me one more time. Bourdieu, you said it right. Bourdieu, so (laughs) stepping into your own and for really um, taking a chance because it's risky. Would you say? Yes. Tell me about that a little bit. Oh, it is very risky. And probably I did the the hardest way, hardest path. I left my own culture, my own language, my own people and, and went to somewhere that I don't know anything. But I think that's a great start to really discover, uncover who you really are what you really want in your life. And we have to take risks in, in life in any ways, in your career, in your relationship, it's a risk. You will meet someone and you love that person. That's a risk. Like you don't know what that person is going to turn in or what life will bring into your life. And it's same for career. I had this, um, to me, it's a, a little bit, um, Silly question, when I was interviewed by an HR professional uh, a couple of years ago, and she asked me, so are you seeing yourself in this country? And I was like, six years ago, when I first interviewed by a person in Turkey, I didn't know that I was going to move to Los Angeles. So I think this question is great, but the answer is not going to be the right answer never because we never know what's going to happen so i think we are in this society where everybody wants to know everything and don't want to take any risks but that's not the life when you look at nature you said it's raining there it's raining here too but it was beautiful in the morning it was sunny it was amazing but all of a sudden it started pouring like incredibly so it's always a, in a constant change. So we are. So we can't know what's going to happen, but we have to take risks to be able to find that joy and live the fullest life. That's that's my opinion. So what does the fullest life look like to you? I know that you've been um, working with clients. You have a, a you have a passion for speaking and getting people out of their comfort zones and on stages. So. If you are living your fullest life, what is it that you're doing? Do you have a vision for yourself? Yes. I am speaking in front of thousands of people or people are um, hearing my voice and feeling the vibration that I feel, which is joy and excitement and, and enjoying life. And people are changing. I see the light in their eyes. I see the change that they're making, the happiness, the help they bring in, into their life. That's that's my vision. I want everyone to be woke and really enjoy even just having a cup of coffee, but enjoying it, really feeling that taste of 
coffee beans and that warmth and the life, everything, taking one step at a time and feeling it in, in their heart. That's, that's my vision. I want everybody to really stop a couple times in, in their day and really be aware of how lucky we are that we have this precious life and everything is possible, everything we can have. So what you're describing and why Joyly, I think, is resonating so well with so many people is a lifestyle. You're describing a, a, uh, a kind of a break the funk or get out of the routine. You know, maybe there's even a level of mediocrity or settling, right, for people to jump out of. So, yes, maybe it's chaotic and maybe it's stressful and there's anxiety and the world is upside down. But even still. There's possibility in every single moment to activate joy. And so that's what I think you and I have in common. And I look so forward to expanding on our both of our dreams and what we could do um, across the world. You're such a beautiful human and you're, you're, uh, you're, all your social media is just really, really fun to look at. You can tell that you wake up every day and you you know, have your experience where you focus and you are alive and living and and doing what you can every single day to be the best human that you are. And it's just natural for you. It feels so easy. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I think it is. Yeah, it is. Not, every, not all the time, I have to be honest, but it is. When I feel challenges or anxious, I the first thing I do, I smile. I, I try to add joy in everything. Well, if you were, um, if you had no obstacles whatsoever in your way and all the resources and you had a magic wand in your hand, is there one specific social issue in the world that you would address? It's a probably heart surgery. It's going to be a heart surgery that I want to take all the negative thoughts and beliefs and stress that people hold in their heart. So I want to take all those and put put joy instead and in peace. That will be a heart surgery for people who need it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that has to be developed, but I think at a cellular level, um, there's a tonic that we could uh, create between us called, the, you know, join the joyly tonic or something to that effect so that yeah. uh, really putting the good stuff in. And um, I know we all work at it and we're all doing our best, but I do think that there is a level of isolation and a sense of, um, you know, maybe it's just too hard. Maybe it's just too difficult. Maybe I'm just, mm -hmm. no one thinks like I do and I can't find the like-minded um, groups that I would like to. So I do think that there's a lot of that and there's probably less of uh, less of the leadership um, that wants to really, really serve. So I'm excited that you and I are going to start bringing all these people together. And I'd love to talk about some of those ways with uh, our audience right now, if that's okay with you. Yes, please. So I mentioned to you that um, I do a lot of, uh, you know, meditation and a lot of motivational uh, YouTube videos. And I'm just always Anytime there's um, any dip in my energy, I immediately stop and um, tap into my chair of joy or something that gives me inspiration. And 
one of the things that I've heard over the last 30 years is to not allow yourself to be limited. And so the Joyly model, if you will, is juggling 10 balls, literally 10 balls in the air, and all of them are intentional and moving forward. And so um, can we just talk about those real quick? I just want to um, see if you have any questions for me um, in my explanation for them. So the first one is kids. Um, I think that the chair of joy could replace timeout chairs across the world and replace them with a new language of joy and create an opportunity for kids to learn um, differently instead of focusing on what's broken or what isn't working or bad behavior, but to consciously be aware of what's um, working and what they're good at and what uh, laughter they did have that morning. So that's ball number one. What do you think about ball number one? Love it. <laughs> do you have a passion for children? Yes, I love kids. And for some reason, they, they have that vibration to me, too. They want to come to me. <laughs> it is true. I can believe you on that at all fronts. Um, we also have the World Council of Joy. So we have uh, people like Pat Armstrong and Dr. Paul McGee and Dr. Jeff McGee and um, Sharon McClaney and Dr. Elise Cortez, you can check them all on our website, but there are, they are people that are living joyly, the joyly lifestyle. They've all sat in the chair of joy at some point along the way. They're um, super excited about um, helping create a lifestyle. And uh, so Pat is um, sort of, I call her the chairperson of the World Council of Joy. She's in Australia and um, we are working on the Global Peace and Joy Summit. So super excited to have that as an opportunity for people to get involved as well. So what do you think about the World Council of Joy? It's amazing. It's, it's an expansion and I, I'm listening with all my ears and heart with you. Please continue sharing all, all that uniqueness you are bringing to this world. And I'm so excited to be a part of it. Yeah. I mean, joy has been a conversation that I've always been, uh, always had. I owned a bar and grill once upon a time, and um, I had people come from hundreds and, you know, even across country, they heard about us to come hang out at our little bar in Wisconsin. And it was because that there was just so much energy in that building. It really, it literally raised the roof. Sometimes the motorcycles that came through, um, right, or a dent in the floor but you know that happens it's okay <laughs> it was a fun time um all right next uh memberships so we want everyone to enroll so there are two ways that you can enroll um, one is just a complimentary standard membership and there are six or seven really cool things that we've pre prepared for um, our standard members. And they include things like the Chair of Joy session so people can understand what a Chair of Joy is, how to start uh, creating a habit, the uh, the guide to the Joyly lifestyle, um, you know, a PDF um, for sort of like getting started workbook style. So that's pretty cool. So, and then there's a $49 membership. Um, I have something called Joyly ever after. So, you know, happily ever after, and we're all starting to understand the difference between happy and joy, right? Mm -hmm. um, real quick, what's mm -hmm. the difference between happy and joy? Tell us. I know you know very joy, much. Joy is what everybody seeks in their life. Joy is the highest uh, happiness. I think it's a uh, 10 times of happiness. That's what I can call. And um, it's different because you can be happy with you know, simple things or anything, but joy is more 
deeper than that. It's hard to explain, but joy is different. Even when you say it, it's like, <gasps> it's joy. Yeah. It's not happiness. It's, it's, it's more vibrate energy. Yeah. Joy almost seems unaccessible to most people, let alone sustainable, mm-hmm. let alone activating it. And that's part of the formula that we teach as well. But the the uh, happiness, I like to refer to it as an ice cream cone. You're happy when you eat your ice cream cone and mm. then the ice cream cone is gone and then the happiness kind of dissipates. Same as if you're driving your Mercedes, the Mercedes breaks and then, oh man, I got to pay for this thing, right? So so yeah. how do you access the joy without spending money, without eating something or overeating something, right? So there's different mm-hmm. ways to tap into our internal joy versus our external happiness. So thank you for that very much. So memberships, um, so one of the, the the paid membership pieces is we're having the joyly ever after um, happy hour. So instead of a happily ever after, we're going to be joyly ever after. So it's the joyly ever after hour, which is J-E-A-H, which the letter is just. J. So it's going to be called the J hour. I don't know how many times I have to explain that. It's kind of like the Nike swish, like when you can just say J, but we're having the J Mm -hmm. hour once a month. That's just celebratory. And we're talking about what people's experiences are um, so far in the chair of joy and just kind of building the momentum within our paid members. And um, they get a lot of access, a lot of VIP um, stuff. They get to be on our podcast and, um, and, and so next then is, of course, the podcast. Um, and that's a big part, I think, of your expertise is really paying attention to the details of what it takes to make a successful podcast. And so um, and also speaking, um, Berju, I know that you're super excited about being on stages. And I love that about you. You have a beautiful essence and presence on stage. So. I think the Joyly members, yourself included, um, being on podcasts and speaking um, at summits and stages and, and events across the country are definitely something to look out for in the future. Um, anything you'd like to add to that? No, you you said it well. I, I'm excited to speak and spread this joy, Joyly, to the world. Thank you. We're already doing it. We're doing it right now. Yes. Yes. Right now it is happening. <laughs> Um, The next thing that I've been thinking about for years, and I just want to tap on this really quickly, but I used to own, um, we used to live in South Lake Tahoe. I was a ski instructor there and I loved, loved every Mm. single moment of South Lake Tahoe. And one of the things I did there was develop the Green Apron Club. So, you know, the the Masters uh, Golf Tournament, they wear the green jacket um, when they win. Um, So what we did was the green apron. So when people brought a recipe over and they presented it to everyone in the room, we'd all give them a round of applause. We'd give them feedback and then we'd give them the green apron. So I'm doing something we're we're doing something similar with um, with Joyly, which is letting all the hosts in their homes or in their virtual environments create a experience for their friends and family or coworkers. So um, the Joyly uh, experience um, direct, you know, in homes is something that I'm super excited for before because we, you and I, we could talk about joy all day long, but until people actually implement it and experience it for themselves, there really is no shift in consciousness or transformation. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, yes. So I think that's going to be really, really fun. In fact, I've already done a few of them. I've had 12 to 15 people on a podcast with me and um, the host gets a special party party gift. Um, They get a special uh, uh, 
yellow and white scarf that they can display over a pretty chair because it's any chair, anywhere, anytime um, in their space, whether it's virtual or in person, um, but they can actually present um, a really awesome experience for everyone that attends. So that's a lot of fun. And then the next part is um, travel. Like I know you and I um, are traveling the world with the Chair of Joy. One of our first places we talked about was uh, Norway. I don't know if that's yes, definitely <laughs> is it. Um, and we want to create um, sort of a mini travel experience, if you will, so that people can. Um, experience the chair of joy while we're out at events and at colleges and senior centers and veterans homes. And, you know, I think there is no, no, we, we can't miss anyone. We really, really have to get everyone to sit in the chair of joy and have the yes. experience with us and our teammates, because it is so much fun and it's so powerful and moving for the people that are listening. Like, um, I think one of the coolest things about it is it sets everyone up sort of in a space of neutrality, right, where, you know, it's a little scary to sit in the chair of joy, especially the real one, the big white leather broke one with the diamonds. It's like, well, do what now? And so when they sit in it, I think that there's really this, um, like, I don't know if I'm going to get it right, right? Or I don't know if the, if what I say is going to make any sense or if the memory that I shared, she's going to like, like that kind of thing. So it puts everyone in a, a movement towards courage, which really is a level playing field for all of us. So mm. I really, really love that about um, the chair of joy and it being in person and on the road with the travel piece is going to be fun. The next part real quick is books. We have about six books, including two for children that are in the works. Um, merchandise. We have um, a beautiful, beautiful female designer, um, that we're talking to that's really excited about creating something unique and special around the uh, concept of yellow and white. Um, so it's not a happy don't or a don't worry, be happy sort of mentality, but more um, how can we subtly splash a little more yellow and white in the world and, um, and create sort of a, an increased ambiance around um, people's feelings towards joy. Anything you want to add? <laughs> That's that's very exciting, especially the traveling part with the chair and having everyone experience that. I mean, I experienced the virtual part of it, and that's still already amazing experience. So I can't wait to take the chair and travel the world with you and have everybody add, add more joy in their life and keep it. One of the visions that I had, I was uh, co-creating co with a friend, but put to put the uh, chair of joy in the back of like a U-Haul type plate uh, trailer, but more of a plexiglass so you can see through it and people can walk in and they can pick their smell. Like, do they want to, you know, do they want to experience, you know, a smell of a, of a beach or an ocean or the woods or a campfire, or maybe they push the button that they're, you know, having ocean waves and sounds. And so the chair of joy experience will be unique to everyone and they get to kind of create it and manipulate it as they go. All right. Next one, um, coaches. We are, we are, uh, we have an amazing coaching plan from um, the beginning level to the master program. And there's a lot more coming for that. So I'll just leave that at that. I'm working with um, two amazing gentlemen who have a uh, master's degree in entrepreneurship and know how to put together programs that are extremely beneficial for coaches. And then last um, magazine, I've had a magazine once and um, I really think that we 
can and will let people's dreams and visions come out in the magazine. So who are they in the world? How are they showing up as an author or a coach or a business executive or a mom? And how do they choose joy? How do they fixate themselves around a conversation of joy on a daily basis? How do they teach their children? How do they, how do they, um, dress? How do they, uh, how do they meditate, right? Those kinds of things. And so I'm super excited to have our digital crew of Rich, Arlene and Mandeep and John work on, um, that process as well. So, and, um, Michael Bias, uh, is a significant leader in our world as well that is working with us on that, who has, magazine already and many, many thousands of followers. So anyway, enough. That's the most I've ever talked on a podcast, but I wanted to really work um, out out all the uh, ideas and creatives with you because I think you get it. Like, I think you really get it. Am I right? I get it. (laughs) I love it. I feel like you're such a talker and I have a a loss for words with you this morning. I, I think that's, <laughs> that that's the cool part about our synchronicity and coming together is there's no um, necessarily a level of, don't you think it's cool or a validation or any of that? It's just natural to us. And yeah. together, our energy is going to expand this uh, world of joy for everyone that we meet. That's the goal. That is the goal. That is happening. It's already happening. It's happening today. And so when, when is it um, that you turn uh, to the next phase of your life? Like, I'm curious if there's a, uh, another um, level of education that you're working toward, or is it just the stage that you want to create for yourself? What's the next big plateau for you or big plateau you want to overcome? I would like to study uh, human psychology in the near future. I like to deep dive more. And I, I'm going to get actually Reiki master um, training when I will be in California. I, I just decided to that. And I just want to learn more of the energy, people, how, how we do what we do. Why, why we do what we do, all those things. I am so into that. Like you said, I can talk about this all day long. I can learn about this. I don't need anything else. Just, just feed me. I, I love learning this stuff. Just feed my brain. <laughs> I, I really am in awe, actually, of you that you can be so um, aware of this for yourself, right? That that this is your path, that you're clear about what's next, that your um, uh, that your that your ability and talent is beneficial for the people that come in your circle. It, it's really truly amazing at such a young age. Thank you, thank you. I, I work so hard. If I can be seen that way, that's that's my honor to receive that from you. When you say you work so hard, tell me a little bit more about that. What does that mean specifically? Well, probably seven, eight years ago, I was truly lost in my life. I I kind of mentioned a little bit. I I thought I had everything that I dreamt of uh, based on society. I had all those things that people need, right? And, but I wasn't happy and I had to pay it um, to 
moved to another country without having anyone with me. I am an only child and never left home before that. So I was always with my family, even the university. I, I studied in the same city and lived with my parents. So that was a huge move for me to go somewhere without knowing the language, without knowing anyone, without knowing what's going to happen. I only took my three-year corporate job savings, turned them into US dollars and paid my language school, paid my rent and shared the home with six different girls from different countries and <laughs> lived in Los Angeles and moved eight times in four years and was broke and miserable, lost couple many times and did a lot of uh, work, worked in many places. I did what it, what it takes to really find what I want and what is meant for me to do in this life. And I believe every person we meet has a reason and purpose in our lives. So that's why along my journey, they helped me. They showed me who I was, who I need to be. That's how I found the joy inside of me. And that's what I needed to do. That's why since I was born, I was trying to do that in, in my young little girl times or whenever I felt down, I was still trying to make it work and make other people happy. And I learned that there is a reason for this. And I'm glad I took that risky and hard journey in the United States and created that bridge now. Now I'm in, in Turkey, in the US, and soon will be in Europe, you know, traveling because that's what I wanted. I wanted to spread this to the world. And now I met you. So it's 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 now even more easier in and more impactful because we are coming together to big joy vibration. I, I hope that answered your question. It really did. And I feel like I'm, I was with you the moment you stepped off that plane in Los Angeles going, what in the world am I doing? Right. And I can only imagine what it took for your family to let you go, even to let, to create something new and different for yourself and, and to Los Angeles of all places. <laughs> and, um, yes. and you did it. You did it. That's just incredible. And I think what I'm hearing you say is that you would love to shorten that learning curve for others. Yes, they don't need to. Yeah, they don't need to spend all those years or they don't need to move to another country like I did. They don't need to do all those uh, kind of crazy, risky things. But they have to do some kind of risk. They have to take some kind of risk to really find what it is for them. Yes. Yes, everybody does have to have their own path and journey. And that's why the discovery of the chair of joy, I think, is so powerful. And yes, people don't have to leave their countries. They can point to the chair on their deck or the porch mm -hmm. on the front, front stoop or the bench at the park and um, take a few minutes to discover joy instantly. And that's the most fun thing that we are going to do together is to bring the concept or the words, even just the words chair of joy to every human on the planet. So yes. on that note, I think I will let you uh, begin or end your day. You're ending your day. I'm beginning my day. And uh, it's been such 
a joy speaking to you today and learning <laughs> more about you and um, what makes you tick. So any final words you'd like to leave with our listening audience today about our relationship or just um, in general? In general, I want to say leave your comfort zone. That's the way you can find your joy. That's the thing. And for our collaboration, friendship, whatever this is, this vibration is going to be, it is already huge. Please continue watching. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's been pure, pure joy. And um, I'm excited to have everyone follow along and continue our journey. We're interviewing a bunch of authors coming up here on the Joyly podcast. And uh, we look forward to sharing more conversations of joy with you as we continue on through the years. All right, everyone, have a good day. And um, it was nice to uh, talk with you again today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>